Well, hello, hello, hello. How are you, my friend? I'm well. How are you on this Thursday? I am doing. I'm doing very good. I am um, enjoying this weather we have. Life is life is good. So you had to throw the weather plug in there. Well, so, well yeah, you know. Rita so is off doing her thing. And we have a guest host tonight. Tanya, Miss Tanya Jones has graced us with her presence. And we absolutely appreciate her being here. And I'm not used to running um, the, the technical uh, aspects of the, the technical side. So y'all going to have to forgive me tonight because for some reason, I cannot find, <laughs> I can't find our music. I really cannot oh. find our music. And I'm the one who put it in here. But do we know the but theme song? We can sing it ourselves. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I'm not trying to sing no theme song. <laughs> but oh wait a minute. I'm, I, this is crazy. I feel so bad because I should know where this stuff is. But you know what? I'm just, I'm just gonna wing it. I am just <laughs> You know what? We're not going to act crazy. <laughs> Look, I do know it's inspire her, but I am man, Sharita. She going to get me. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> the viewers can go back thing. to a previous time. Imagine that they're listening to the music right now. We're going to use our imaginations in this moment. Uh-oh, and then I put the wrong banner up there. Y'all forgive yeah, me, right. forgive me. Today, okay. we are going to be talking about, um, it, it's, it's um. listen, I got a little story to tell. Okay, go with, come on. Well, first of all, guys, share. Please, if you are share, on here, share, please share, share, share. We need to get our audience up. That's That's mainly what we need to do. A lot of people listen to the recording. We want you with mm -hmm. us here online. So. When you come online, share so that we can um, get a little bit more of an audience. Um, but I got some men that's hating mm. this month. I mean, mm. hating. They're like, y'all get a whole month? Y'all get a day? Y'all get a whole month? It's Women's History Month, and, and it was International Women's Day. Okay. Everything is based on y'all. Every, yeah, every, everything is based everything, on men. Everything. I mean, we get one month. We get one month. We get one month for being black and one month for being a woman. <laughs> and, and someone has something to say about that. Somebody got something to say about that. Look, celebrate me to celebrate the history of women in general black mm -hmm. white, Asian, Puerto Rican, whatever, whatever you are. Celebrate right. women. Because if it wasn't for a, a woman, man, these men wouldn't be around here to tell the story. So, you know. Exactly. Stop hating. I mean, mm -hmm. I couldn't even believe he said that to me. I was Ooh. like, give us our give us our moment. Just give us our little moment and just let us have it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Agree to agree. Agree to agree. <laughs> it is okay. But today, today, um, 
we wanted to come on here. And like I said, Sharita is taking a much needed vacation. So we're going to wish her a happy vacation and um, enjoy yourself. Be back next Thursday, though. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about we want to thank some women who helped us become the women that we are today. I know I got a lot of women and I'm not, you know, I have a, I have a couple of famous women that, you know, kind of helped me get through some phases in my life, you mm -hmm. know, singers and you know, of course, Oprah's on, Oprah is on my list, mm -hmm. you know, she's mm -hmm. on my list, but there are some people that helped me get through some phases in my life. But I'm talking about women that I can put my hands on, mm -hmm. that I can mm -hmm. hug on, that are in my community. These are the women that I want to talk about today. And um, hopefully, hopefully some of them will, will be listening or some of them will get to see this um, podcast in the recording. But I definitely want to make sure that they get their flowers now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, because it's a lot important. of times we forget to tell people thank you. We forget. Agreed. To. We do. We do. I think we th take things and, and you know, occurrences it, for granted. Just, it, it, it takes some, it only takes a little bit of time. Say that again, Tony. You, you haven't. Oh, I was just saying sometimes sure. we take um, things for granted individuals, people, yes. situations for granted. And um, as we can see over the last couple of months, years, that people aren't hanging around as long as they have been. So, nope. you know, it is, it's important to acknowledge people when they have a presence in your life. Exactly. People not living to be 80, 90 years old no more. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's kind of scary. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to start out, we're going to start out since, and I'm going to apologize again. I, I I hate the fact that I cannot find my music, but um, <laughs> we're just going to move on ahead without it. And that's just going to be it. But I'm going to start out, of course, the first person, of course, that, that I'm going to thank is my mom, is, is my mom. My mom had me, um, and um, she became a single mom. We started out as a family. She was married and, and got a divorce, and she became a single mom. And um, I look back now, being where I'm at now, and realize, you know, back then I didn't know any better. I, I, I was living, you know, I didn't know where I was living. I didn't know how I was living. I was just living. I had everything I needed. Could did not complain. Um, but now that I look back, I realize that um, my mother worked two jobs. Mm -hmm. She did all kinds of stuff. Worked three to eleven. Was on the bus. We didn't have a car for a little while. Um, but I never missed a beat. I never missed a school field trip. I never had, I wasn't without clothes. I was never without a, a roof over my head. Uh, anytime I wanted, anything I wanted to do, I did it, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. was, you know, amazing to me how mm -hmm. he was able to do all of this stuff, you know, and um, 
and live. It, it, it is amazing to me how how she did that. It's, it's so, you know, I think people underestimate everything that a woman goes through on a day-to-day basis, just sometimes just simply existing. You know, I, I saw, um, I saw, I'm getting into TikTok, right? You know, TikTok. <laughs> so I was, you know, I was watching TikTok and um, <laughs> trying to figure out how to do it. So I got a couple TikToks out there. You know, you got, as a woman, you know, I have to be progressive. So mm-hmm. I got a tough couple TikToks. I don't quite know what I'm doing, but I'm getting there. You know, I'm getting there. It's a, I'm a work in progress. A work in progress. A work in progress. So um, I saw a really interesting post that talked about women earlier. And um, it was a man that was speaking about women and how women many times present um, with this masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, because and it's it's not it may sound a little off, but it is is dead on because we're talking about women and we're talking about everything that it means to be a woman, right? And um how many times women, some women can present with this degree of masculine energy, and it takes a strong supportive man to come in and allow her to fully express her feminine energy. And the story you just talked about put me in that mind of that because your mom, and I know your mother, you know, I know your mother very, very well. You know, she got an affinity for me. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, moving forward. Um, Yeah, just having that, having to take all of that on Mm-hmm. And how it impacts us as women. Like some of these things we shouldn't be doing. We shouldn't have to do all of these things. And totally as agree. a result of doing all of these things, it makes us guarded. It can make us, you know, feel like we have to like boss up in essence. Because as a woman, you are you're you're challenged to take on all these different roles and mm-hmm. i think you know sometimes people don't i'm gonna go back also to you say your friend was talking about why we get a month we get a month because we do 13 months of work <laughs> so <laughs> so that's true you know, so you know if you, to be acknowledged just to have it publicized as women, Women's Histories Month. That's beautiful and all, but we for real are doing like 13 months of work. So going back to being like a, a woman out here, just trying to be, just trying to exist, just trying to exist. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's a lot of pressure trying to exist. It because is. Naturally, we want to be feminine. I want to be, I, I want to sit around and be cute <laughs> and do all these cute things. But when it comes down to fixing my fence <laughs> or doing the things that I need to do around my house, because it is me or taking care of my daughter, getting up, going to work when I don't feel like it, working two or three jobs. Like you said, mm-hmm. your mother 
had to do because she had to take care of a household independently. That's what she had to do. And it may cause one to, 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 to take on a role that may, it wasn't necessarily designed for us to take on. So it's not right. like, you know, we're trying to be something that we're not. We're just trying to be, you know, hey. We're, we're just trying to survive. I wish I had that song, Superwoman, <laughs> um, <laughs> to, to kind of, a little cheerleader in the back, you know, playing that little Superwoman song, just trying to, ex you know, make it. So give yes, us I mean, and that's, the, damn that's the thing. <laughs> that, that's the thing. You, you know, mm -hmm. you, you're trying to make it. And like I said, with my mother, um, I used to, as a child, I'd be like, my mama sleep all the time. She sleep all the time. My God, I used to sit up in the house. And now I think back, she was working two jobs. Mm -hmm. She was trying to make ends meet. She was making it to PTA meetings. She mm -hmm. was, you know, all of my events, she mm -hmm. was there. So that's the first person that I want to thank for helping me become the woman I am today. Because if I didn't have her and, you know, like you said, you know, my mother, she's a strong woman, mm -hmm. strong. So that's where I learned how to just handle life's ups and downs, ins and outs, overs and beyonds. Um, it's just from sitting back and, and watching her. And I didn't, mm -hmm. and a lot of times I didn't get into a lot of trouble because she was strict. So I couldn't go out there and experience <laughs> some things, you know, it was like, um, you know, I used to call me the church girl, call me, the, yeah, but I appreciate, <laughs> I, couldn't do, I couldn't even go outside and play, but I appreciate all of that now because mm -hmm. I didn't get mm -hmm. into a lot of trouble. You know, there were things that I could have done, you know, but I didn't get, I, of course I tested, you know, I was a teenager. I was a young right. kid. I tested, tested the waters, but I didn't get into a lot of trouble. And, and I, I want to say thank you to her for that. And that's where's my the little, um, where's the, where's the who, applause button, but you can press. Girl, we don't have, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't have the sound. I thought you had one yet. of those. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, no, we don't. We don't we don't have one, but we can clap. Right. <laughs> we 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 are we gonna get a sound machine. Thanks for calling us out, but we're gonna get us a sound machine. Sharita wants one too. We're gonna get us we're gonna get us a sound machine. We were using um we were using our uh, producer's sound machine. Oh that and, I knew uh, it. I knew it was one down, somewhere. Yeah. I knew yeah, I heard he had, Okay. He had a sound machine. He had a sound okay. machine. Okay. I know I'm not tripping. So, <laughs> my first one is my mother. Who 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 do you want to thank? Okay, so I made a list because you know we're <laughs> getting too. old and you know, all thinking off the top of your head. Speak for yourself. You know, I am applauding this journey. I'm not even gonna go there. That's how I'm gonna talk to you about doing something else. Because this thing is a whole trip right here, talking about being a woman and being a woman <laughs> at 50. I mean, Ooh. listen, somebody's talking about a month. You need to fall back, buddy. Because we need a couple of days, right? Peri perimenopause is nothing to play around with. So listen, listen. 
<laughs> okay, so I made a list. So I I went the opposite way. I went the opposite way. Um, I I put my first person is uh, Miss Rachel. This was my next door neighbor. She's dead and gone. And Miss Rachel was 90. She had to be like 90 some odd years old when I was a young girl, lived right next door. And anytime anything would happen, you know, I, I came home from school a little early or no one was there. I have to go to Miss Rachel's house. And it's, it had, you know, old people have a certain smell in the house, right? <laughs> it's, it's a, it was a smell. It didn't stink. But it was like a smell. You could mothballs, probably some mothballs. You know, Miss Rachel had <laughs> house had a smell about it, about it. But I loved going over there, right? I loved, it. and I was little. I was a little somebody in elementary school. I loved going over there. And Miss Rachel, I would sit with Miss Rachel. I always had, and I think that's probably where I developed my love for stories. And 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 hearing folk tales and just listening to older people and the stories that they have to tell. Miss Rachel would tell mm. the best stories. I actually wrote my first paper. I think I was in the second or the third grade <laughs> that I had to write a paper. Yes, we wrote papers. <laughs> and I had to write a paper. And I yes, wrote we wrote paper. them. Mm -hmm. And I wrote my paper on Miss Rachel and her journey to school. And how she used to get to school. And she told a story about uh, walking down dirt road with no shoes on. And you got to think, I was born in 72. So Miss Rachel was 91 back then. So she was born in like the late 1800s. And hearing, yes, yes, yes. And hearing the stories that she would tell, I think it, 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 they, those stories, they honestly, they made they some of those those stories made me the woman I am today, a piece of me. Because you know, I have a good girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I always talk about where our, our lives are. People in our lives are like a quilt. So people that we make, they build into and they add onto our quilt. Absolutely. And those stories that Miss Rachel used to tell me, actually, you know, they humbled me. They created a really humble spirit for me. A, real, a spirit of gratitude, a mm -hmm. spirit of uh, of uh, appreciate of 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 being honor honoring of servitude. Honestly, servitude. Probably at a young age, I didn't even know what it was that I was feeling. Those emotions that I was feeling, but to hear how she struggled to get to school and the impact that it had on her on her. And all the people, how she's just supported. And everyone came to Miss Rachel's house in the neighborhood because I grew up in a in a, in a neighborhood in which neighbors knew everyone. You know, it was a real solid community. And if anything went down, you know, you always knew Miss Rachel. She didn't come outside because she was ninety-one years old, but but she knew everything that was. <laughs> she going kept her out. Right. She knew everything that was going on. And I, you know, I want to honor Miss um, Rachel. I wish I had that essay um, that I had written as a little girl and how um, it, it stuck with me. You know, that experience stuck with me. And I think it added onto the, the, the fabric of who I am as a woman early on in life. I agree. Because, you know, 
We we sit back and we look at kids nowadays. They don't really have people to look up to. Mm-mm. You know, they they don't. Uh, not all kids, not yeah. all kids, but some. They they don't look up to older people. They don't want to hear what older people got to say. They want to go off and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just wish we could just stop everything for a moment and just pull them close and say, "Listen, you mm-hmm. might not understand it now." I'm telling you, because I didn't understand it then. You know, my mama told me, can I do that? Why can't I do that? Exactly. Now I know why. Because out right. there, wasn't nothing really good out there. I didn't live in a great neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, things happened that I probably shouldn't be a part of. And I look at some people who did grow up with me in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And some of them not doing so well right now. Right. And yeah. some of them, some of them have prospered. But moving on to my next um, people are my grandmothers. My great, y'all, you know, y'all hear me talk about my grandmother in Richmond all the time, Mildred Vereen. I'm telling you, that woman should have been on a on a back of a cereal box. She should have, I mean, I, <laughs> she, I commend her. Um, like I said, now she, she owned her own house back then. She, um, she never owned a car never owned a car. She always called the bus. We were on the bus line. Um, she worked for this um, Jewish couple up Broad Street. And um, she raised four kids. She raised four kids. And um, pretty much she did it by herself. And um, she was the life of the party. My grandmother, my grandmother could party go to church, go to work, cooked every day, every day. Um, and she she just, she knew how to have fun. She knew how to enjoy life. I don't know how she did it all. I'm clueless. I'm sure when, when um, my Aunt Valerie grew up, she <laughs> helped out. But I just, you know, I would love to have the opportunity to sit down with her. My grandmother died at 56, auntie, correct me if I'm wrong. I I think it was between 56, I think it was 56. I can't remember. But um, I would love to sit down with her and um, talk to her and just, you know how you sit down with older people and just get some of their wisdom along the way. I, I would love to be able to do that, but she died at a, at a younger age. Um, but in between that, I only had her for 14 years, but I experienced so much that it felt like I had her for a way longer period. I, ex- I experienced uh, a lot from her. I learned a lot from her. You know, she was the one who taught me how to go in grocery shop and how mm-hmm. to, you know, mm-hmm pinch pennies and um, remember when they used to have the green stamps, um, all that kind of stuff. I was grown before my, everybody said that I was grown as a young child. I was grown before my time. I was walking around in, with my little purse and I always had to have some some money in it. Mm-hmm. Grandma always told me, have some money in your purse. In purse. So I had some change. I had a whole lot. But I had some change in my purse and I always had my purse mm-hmm. and my little red lip gloss. And to this day, Ooh. I still got my, 
a lip gloss, a shiny lip. You sure do. My grandmother always <laughs> had on her red lipstick and I copied everything she did. I couldn't wear mm. red lipstick, but I could wear lip gloss. And that's where I get it from. I, I keep that up till today. And my grandmother here in Georgia, um, you talked about walking down the street with no shoes on. They, my mother is from Sylvania, Georgia, mm -hmm. red clay dirt country, country, backwoods country. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother had um, 12, no, sorry, she had 11 kids, 11. And my grandfather died um, and she had to raise them kids by herself. Mm -hmm. Imagine 11 kids and she cooked every day too. Um, I, 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 I would love to sit down with her. And she was, she was a woman who always thought that, oh, these old rags, old people, you know, she always mm -hmm. thought that people looked down on her. But, um, you know, like I said, when you get to a certain age, you look back and you can tell that you can see she was strong. She didn't know how strong she was, but she was, she was a strong woman and she didn't take no mess off nobody mm. uh, she she created <laughs> my mother <laughs> mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. she would those days she would she would get them straight pop them in the back of their head and and make them do what they needed to do so i, I commend those two ladies both of them were single moms and both of them raised some some great children great children along the way and um Nowadays, some some young women now can't even raise one child. Yeah. Yes, one had four and one had eleven. I work in the school system. Let's not even talk about that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that. Mm. Okay. Um. So yeah, yeah. I I one hundred percent agree with you. And I know you talk a lot about your grandmother and how um how rooted you were in the things that she taught you. You know, I used mm -hmm. to always think you, you know, I was like, she ain't from no Savannah. She got that wrong. It's Savannah, <laughs> ain't no Savannah, ain't no Savannah. And I know I'm <laughs> on Highland Park, but I don't know nothing about them folks now. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, she got the opportunity to visit Sylvania, Georgia. I, did. I ain't gonna tell y'all, I ain't gonna tell y'all what she did. I'm not gonna tell y'all what she did. I, 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 I picked mm -hmm. cotton. I got mm -hmm. and I picked cotton for all the women that picked cotton before me. Talk about women's history month. All the women that picked cotton. I went out there and that this time I picked it because it was a choice, not because I had to. So this fair skin got, got out there and picked that cotton, and I felt the prickiness of that cotton. I sure did. And I looked up and I honored my ancestors as I put it in my hand. I looked up. And I don't I, know how much honoring that is doing to him. But I did. But she wanted to, she came down to visit me and we <laughs> talked about those daggone cotton fields. And I was not, I, I, I didn't want to stop. But I allowed her to experience that. And she experienced it. 
So the next time she come down here, she gonna have to stop, drop, and roll to get me to stop. And I did it now. You know, I'm one of those things, one and done. You know, I did it now. I pay homage. <laughs> I pay homage to the ancestors that and the women of of color, because there were no other women other than color out there. Let me be very specific: black women <laughs> who exactly. were out there in those fields who still stand, who that cotton is still growing in abundance. Uh, that's what I'm like. It's still growing in abundance down there. So I pay honor to them. And I wanted but they to got machines to pick like, it now. So I know they may have machines, but we use that hand. <laughs> and it's real like prickly. And it was, you know, it, it was it was something that I I now can say that as a black woman, that I have had that experience of walking out in those fields walking out in those fields and seeing kind of like, ugh, I was like <laughs> trying to get through. It, it, was, it was something else. It was something else. So yeah, I sure did. Yeah. Uh, let me move to, I'm a, I'm a lump now. Cause I got like a little list and for the sake of time, you know, I'm a lump, I'm a, I'm a lump some folks together. So I have mm -hmm. like Miss Mallory. I'm gonna put these people together. Miss Mallory, Miss Taylor. Some of you guys may know Miss Taylor. If you went to John, yeah, yeah, Miss Taylor. If you went to Wilkham Court Elementary School, you know Miss Mallory, Miss Miss Mallory, and Miss Somerset. So these are Ms. all Somerset. educators that at different phases of my life that in different ways poured into me. Miss Mallory. She was a substitute teacher, but she was more of a teacher and a and a, a like a godmother than um than than like almost any I won't say anyone, but during that time period, many people that I knew another another house that I could go over after school, sit down with Miss Mallory, she give me something to eat. <laughs> I'll go over there and talk to Miss Mallory as a little a little somebody. Going there, walk around. Mm -hmm. I wasn't supposed to be around there, but um, walk around to Miss Mallory's house and um, sit down and have conversations with Miss Mallory, Miss Taylor, math teacher at JFK. Miss, I didn't know the impact of Miss Taylor honestly until I graduated and how closely she was following me. I didn't know that she was, you know, sideways talking to my mother and spilling the tea on me to my mother. I knew it was someone in the school that would come back and be telling my mother things that was going on. I, I didn't know one of those individuals was Miss Taylor until I saw her at the mall one day as a grown person with my own daughter and my mother and how chummy they were and the shoe department at Macy's. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> So, so it was Miss Taylor who was who was going back talking of you know um sharing the, the deets on what I was doing. And I only I took Miss Taylor for algebra one, and uh, I used to think Miss Taylor was was really stern, was really stern. She didn't smile a lot, and she wasn't really she jovial. Didn't. She wasn't very jovial, but apparently she was looking out for me. And I and I struggle with math. I can't stand math. <laughs> and um, but she was looking out for me, and I didn't even know it. 
Miss Somerset. Miss Somerset was an English teacher. Everyone talked about Miss Somerset. Not many people enjoyed taking Miss Somerset's class, and I was in Miss Somerset's honors class. And Miss Somerset, another one, did not style, smile. She was a, sm a tall, a stocky woman that walked around, and you would think that the, the, the door shook, not because she was big and gargantuan or anything like that, but her presence was so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you had her class, if you saw her class on your schedule, you, you just became a little unnerved because you just knew that it was going to be something intense. There was no joking or talking or clowning or any of those things in Miss Somerset's class. You sat down, you opened your book and read and you did the work. And Miss um, Somerset, those three individuals in my early um, secondary, pre, uh, secondary, well, actually elementary and secondary um, experiences, those women sh shaped education for me. And my, honestly, my love for education and my love for learning. I always loved like learning. I always loved like information. I would cry if I couldn't go to school. I mean, I had my outfits all picked out. I loved school. I just loved school. <laughs> um, and I love all the aspects of school. Um, I love the friends, but I love the learning. I just love learning. And I think that, um, that th those three women helped ground me in that in that um in that work my love for school i used to cry if i could not go to school um mm -hmm. now kids cry because they have to go <laughs> um yeah so these three women were were very paramount and very impactful on um my educational experience and i want to give flowers to them actually one two two have passed on i'm not certain about miss somerset I don't know if Miss Somerset is still with us or not, but I know Miss Mallory and Miss Taylor, they have transitioned on. And um, if I could give them flowers, I would, but I can't. I can just only talk about them and um let the let the the, the masses know how impactful they were, um, how I view and see education and learning. Right. I could add Miss Baum on to that list. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She was she was she was my teacher and um she was miss she was miss prissy uh, that's what i used to call that's what i used to think and um she always told you know she always taught me to sit up straight and do this and do that and and she she always looked out for me as well this next group of women you know they they they're the i call them the the, the backup crew to my life um and they they are my aunt. I got a slew, yes. a slew of aunts. I have a slew of aunts, and I love them all. And they have all impacted me in a special way. I just want to talk about a couple of them. So, my aunt Valerie, my my um, <laughs> biggest fan, who, mm -hmm. who supports me in everything that I do. Everybody knows my aunt Valerie. Um, she, she has, when, when I, and that's why I'm like, you know, education, of course I had some great teachers, but she was my first teacher, 
you know, she, <laughs> she used to sit down and read to me and, and, um, she taught, she, she taught me how to read, I think, <laughs> but I, I, I appreciate her for, for everything that, that she did. I always kid my cousins and say that, um, I was her first child and I, I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. it is what it is. Um, and then um, my aunt Sheila, she has since passed away, but she taught me. So if my aunt Valerie taught me how to read and you know do some things in life, my aunt Sheila taught me the streets. She she taught me how to survive, you know, like, and that, and that's not a bad thing. I'm not no, saying that's a no. bad thing, but no. she taught me how to survive on the streets. I remember having to walk um, from Highland Park to Gilpin Court and walk under the um, mm -hmm. bypass yeah. and yeah. and wasn't scared. When I was mm -hmm. with her, I, well, I wasn't scared, you know, because one thing she did was taught me how to fight because we mm -hmm. used to fuss, we used mm -hmm. to argue. You know, she was a little bitty thing and I was about as big as she was at a young age, but she taught me how to fight. So, you know, I, I, I commend her and she was smart. She was smart as well. She, um, she used to always have me and my little cousin Rambit and we would we would do all kinds of stuff. She taught she taught us how to survive. Mm -hmm. Let me just say that. She taught us how to survive. Um then my aunt Matilda, me and my mom lived with her for a while in Churchill. Now she was mm -hmm. she was up there in, in age, but um she she just, you know, she helped us. I, I think I think we helped her, she helped us. She needed someone to stay with her when she got older, but she um she as well she taught me how to how to how to help people mm -hmm. how to um experience that um that that was great I, I i remember her just you know just being there and, and i i would be remiss not to mention my aunt julia mm. my aunt julia down here she is um she she taught me and she might she might not like that i say this but she taught me the proper way to do everything, mm. you know, the proper way to do everything. How to how to just be how to just be a how to woman. be a lady. How to, how be, to a be a lady. A lady. <laughs> she taught me that. She 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 definitely taught me that. Um, and I had a great aunt Sadie. She has um, passed away. And um, she lived here. She lived in Savannah, Georgia, and. I, I kid you not, every time she saw me, she would always tell me um, how beautiful I was, how smart I was, you know, all the things that she thought, you know, she could see me doing in the future. She just, you know, she instilled that, um, that thing that mm -hmm. made sure I looked towards the future. You know, she, she just saw great things in me. And um, I appreciated that. And this other lady, she was not um, uh, my aunt by blood, but she was my mom's, she is my mom's best friend, my aunt Mary. She, mm. uh, she helped me um, to get rooted into church. Mm, mm -hmm. uh, my, mom, my mom would be at work and she would take me to church things. She would take me to different events. And um, she was, she was my family. They, her whole family, her daughters and my cousin, um, her son. 
um, she just, she accepted me as a part of her family and I truly appreciate her. She showed me um, what love, loving somebody that is, that is not truly a family member. So mm. when I say I have a slew of aunts, I have a slew of blood aunts and I have yeah. a slew of women that have just been there for me, mm -hmm. um, you know, as, as life went along. You know, because it's, it's so, um, you know, poignant that you brought bring that up. Not all the people that are impactful to us are blood related. You know, right. some of the best relationships and the people that have your back sometimes the most can even be a stranger. And um, I think it's just, oh, you know, sure. so, you know, again, it, it's not that how you... It's not the nature of the relationship necessarily. It's to me, it's the authenticity of it, the authenticity mm -hmm. of the relationship. So whether or not it be blood or 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 water or Kool-Aid, <laughs> whatever you choose to to call it. Um some people, therapy. some people that aren't family treat you better than mm -hmm. family. Sometimes. Yeah, than your family. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, when you have it, when you have blood that is, uh, that, that stands with you and behind you, that's beautiful. But, you know, if there are others who, who step in at just as a pivotal role as well. Yep. So exactly. Yeah. I know your aunties, I, I, I know a couple of your aunties. <laughs> And they accept that the, the thing is they accept everybody. They're just mm -hmm. my and oh my god, I would I would um my aunt Gussie. I was about to, I was waiting for Gussie. I my didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to say anything. I don't want any trouble because I know she's gonna watch this. I don't want any trouble. Yeah, so okay, go ahead. Uh, my my aunt Gussie, I, I don't know. Like I said, all of my aunts, my aunt teacher, all of my aunts are great women. Um, but these are the ones who made a huge, mm -hmm. huge, huge impact in my life. My Aunt Gussie, um, she she definitely made a, a huge impact in my life. Whenever I would come down here for the summer, I would want to go and stay with her. And um, I experienced a lot with them. Mm -hmm. Just um, seeing what a husband and wife family is supposed to look like, mm -hmm. you know, as a young child, because... My mother was single. My grandmother was single. My aunts there was single. Um, just seeing what it what it's supposed to look like was great. I experienced that with with my aunt Gussie and my uncle Lynn. Um, but yeah, my aunt Gussie. I I, I don't know. I, I just looked at. I was like, oh listen, shoot. I just wanted. I listen. I was like, okay, okay, you know, okay, Auntie, Auntie Lana, the Auntie Lana. <laughs> I'm thinking, look, I'm thinking to all the women in my life, because if you, if you spend some time, because you know, I don't spend time with people that, that um, tend to be negative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I turn the other way. You know, you had a Grammys. So, and they on the Grammys and they're giving a speech and they had the paper up there and they run it down the list. <laughs> and, and, ooh, ooh, ooh. and before the you music comes person. on, they're like, ooh, 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 ooh. I gotta I gotta take this question. I gotta, I gotta take 
Auntie Gussie, if you watch this, this is no slack to you. I just got I, I got a list of folks and and um I just made sure I had to I the had music to did not come on. You. The music did the mu I did, did not, not let the music come on. The music did not come on. <laughs> you know, and um and now let me say this before before we move on. Um this this uh, one other lady. Mm-hmm. And I'm I meant to call her daughter and say, or text her daughter and say, I'm gonna talk about your mama tonight. Um, for those who will watch this in the future, um, I attend. I and when I was in Richmond, um, I attended um, Dill Avenue Church of Christ in mm-hmm. Highland Park. And um, when I first went there, I was I was a Baptist. And you know, moving from Baptist to Church of Christ, man, you don't have no music. Mm-mm, I don't have no music. I was like, woo, okay. But the one thing that grabbed me when I first went to Dale Avenue was the youth group. Mm-mm. Man, the youth group was awesome. It was awesome. And a woman led it when I was in it. A woman led it. And her name was Dolores Pleasant, but then she became a Johnson. She was amazing. She treated us all like we were her children. She looked out for us. She made sure that we were good. We went to youth rallies. We went all over the place. I learned so much. I can say that's what kept me in the Church of Christ because I was looking, my, my face was balled up. I was like, I don't know music. <laughs> I came from Grail and Baptist Church. You know, they used to the church mm-hmm. be rocking on the corner on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. To 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 Church of Christ where 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 the piano, Silent. where the tambourine. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she there was a lot of things that kept me, but in the very beginning, Dolores Pleasance kept me. She um she was she she was a true Christian. She loved everybody. I don't ever remember her being mean. Mm. She was the sweetest woman. She didn't have no kids at that time, mm. and we were all her kids. She treated us all like we were her kids. She was a genuinely beautiful woman she she had a huge heart she would give you anything and then when she had children um we were so happy for her we were so we were like oh my god she's having children and we knew that those kids would be absolutely loved and then she um she passed away and um i can um i can remember thinking i i know for the time that they did have her that um she showed them a ton of love because oh. she showed kids that weren't even hers a ton of love. So Dolores oh. Pleasant, she was like another oh, auntie Dolores. to me. <laughs> All right, Miss Dolores. It, you know, that goes back. They don't have to be related to you to have be impactful. We're going to shout no. out Miss Dolores here tonight. Bless her soul. Um, yes, Miss Dolores. All right, let me get on to my, my ladies. So um I wish I had some awards to send to I know, these right? You gotta, get, real. you gotta get these music. I'm gonna need to send a note together, some little awards, <laughs> some, some, some claps, some hand claps. Some oh my god. I don't I don't yeah. know. You know, I, we 
you know, I talked to y'all offline about that. We, we, <laughs> listen, we, getting a, we are getting a sound machine. I'm, I'm going to get my partner a sound machine. Yes, yes. Work in progress. But I might send I might send these women. I might send these women something. Um that that's a good idea. I might send these women something. The ones that are still here with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just gonna shout them out right here and you know they're here because I'm not gonna say anything. I know I'm not gonna do No, I, <laughs> no I, I might do it for real. I might I, do this get, for real. Kudos to you, girl. And I, that is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to pay my homage right here. I appreciate this platform to be able to honor you. Because <laughs> I can't get myself together most days to think about going to the car. You stupid. It ain't gonna happen. I ain't, I'm not gonna set them up <laughs> or set myself up. <laughs> uh, she said mindset. Yeah, just just send in your just in yourself. You want me to come back to Richmond? Just send exactly. yourself. Okay. You know, I'm gonna send myself. Thank you. There you go. There you go, Val. There you go. <laughs> so um <laughs> I am going to move on to another phase of my life. Uh, I have Dr. Margot Garcia. I have Joyce Brooks. And this name right here probably shakes somebody up a little bit. because You know what? I'm not even going to say that. I'm just going to use a pseudo because there may be some other stuff going on with this particular person. I think there's some legal, some legal stuff going on right now. So I'm not even going to bring that up. But she is Uh-oh. on my list. She on my list and not a fan favorite, not a fan favorite, <laughs> but I did put her on my list. So um, Dr. Garcia, Dr. Garcia, when I went to VCU, when I went back, first go around, I'm talking about my second go around at VCU because my first go around at VCU, I ended up with a baby and didn't finish. So I had to go back. <laughs> but you finished. But I finished, you know, hey, hey. Hey, got a little, you know, being too womanly. <laughs> so, um, no, a little spicy. Look, yeah, you know, hey. So, um, Margot Garcia, Dr. Margot Garcia. Dr. Garcia was in the public policy department, which is now the public policy school, Governor Wilder's public policy school at VCU. And um, they changed the name, gave it to um, rename the school to the Douglas um, Douglas Wilder School of Public Policy. Um, Dr. Garcia back then was my environmental studies professor. She taught me in a couple of classes too, because she went across curriculum. And Dr. Garcia saw me struggling, right? <laughs> I was coming back. I was a young mother. I was young. I was so nervous coming back to school because at that point I had lived a little bit. I was working. I got my uh, in financial a hot mess financially. Left with debt. You know when you when these what these kids need to know. If you go to school and you just don't finish, that debt follows. You still gotta pay it. That debt mm-hmm. follows you. And when you come back mm-hmm. to try and try and start over again, they want their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can register for anything. <laughs> right. So you have to pay that bill. 
So, um, Dr. Garcia, when I finally settled in and in urban studies and planning department, Dr. Garcia, she saw how nervous I was. And um, I was always told you I always loved school, right? So I was that kid that sat in the front. But this go around, I didn't sit in the front. I sat in the middle. <laughs> and um, I went to, you know, well, PWI, which they call now PWIs, Public White Institution. So I went to this PWI. And back then it was real W, right? <laughs> so <laughs> it was real W. Like most of the times I would be the only B in the class and not, not that B, <laughs> but, but, um, and, but Dr. Garcia, she saw what I was going through and she actually, I mean, my God, she wrapped her arms around me, not like a, in a, not like in a motherly way or something, but she made sure I had it in her way. Uh, mm -hmm. I remember there were times at which I had to bring my daughter Nyla to class. And I asked Dr. Garcia, could I bring, bring her to class, which is against all policy. You're not supposed to do that. Um, and, you know, she said, okay, and it would be my daughter and myself sitting in class, taking notes. She was so welcoming. And, and if someone knows my daughter, you know my daughter. Nala would be raising her hand, asking yeah. questions. <laughs> at two. <laughs> you in the urban questions. planning class at two, asking questions. Asking questions that Dr. Garcia did not get offended. She actually entertained her. Um, and she walked with me through my entire, that entire process, which was a process. I'm telling you, I did, I, 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 to get done, to get done. It was tough. That may have been probably the hardest period of my life that probably was to be a mom, to have to work and to try and go to school and still try and try and figure it out as it relates to being a woman. And, you know, I didn't have much, many, much resources as it relates to, to, again, to money. And, uh, you know, her father was away, you know, he wasn't there. And so, you know, just stepping in and making and that whole entire process of coming back after having a little bit of age on I me, mean, I was still young, you know, but I was not out of high school young. I had this at this point I had lived. I had responsibilities. I had real responsibilities. And Dr. Garcia right. walked me through that process. I never forget when I graduated, when I got my graduation, I didn't even go to the big one. I didn't even go to the big one. It's a big ceremony. I went to my department graduation. And when I walked up there, she hugged me like I was hers. And, you know, and um, that, that meant like the world to me because she saw me struggling. She saw me struggling. And she never like, she never made me feel like I couldn't do it. Um, right. She never made me feel like it was like out of reach. And 
she didn't look nothing like me, nothing like me. This is a white woman. And, um, oh, you know, middle-aged white woman. And here I'm this young black girl with this little baby. And uh, color didn't matter. Race didn't matter. She just wanted to see me be successful. And uh, right. I, 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 um, I honor, I, you know, I really, I really, that, that warms my heart. That warmed my heart when um, she hugged me like that at graduation. And I didn't know, I knew she helped me, but I didn't know how much, again, that she had noticed me. And the way when they called my name and she had, and she handed me my degree. And um, it was, it was, it was powerful. It was, it was powerful. It was powerful. It was. Um, come on, Joyce Brooks. Joyce Brooks. Fast forward, Joyce Brooks. All, you know, a lot of my stuff is centered around education. Who would have thought that I would have ended up being a teacher? Not me. <laughs> but but, but you're doing a good job. <laughs> I look back on half of these people, they're all centered around Education, teaching, yeah-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-hmm-
the most grounded I have been in work, um, the most fulfilled I have been, and um, the most passionate uh, that I have been as it relates to where the work that I do. And I owe that all to Ms. Brooks. You know, I, I wouldn't have done this. She recommended me for the um, new teachers program. She recommended me. Um, she told me, um, you know, set me up that they didn't accept many blacks and that if I didn't get through um, the program, that there was other ways because, you know, she saw something in me that she thought that this was what I should be doing uh, and very candid about um, the system and how um, it was not, you may think it's for, you know, educating black women, but it was, it was not. So, um, and, 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 you know, shepherd me through that process. And I got through it like, like that, you know, I saw people being falling out, not being accepted, the PhDs just not, not getting through. And I got through, I got through, and, and, you know, first shot, first, first go at it. I got through, I made it through all the hurdles and it was, and it's not easy. It's, it's not an easy process to do this work, you know, hats off to the, to the women who teach, who, who, who do this every day and they don't get the, the, the financial reward or the um, accolades for the work and the, and the time and the effort that it takes to do this man and the money to be a teacher. It's, it's a lot that goes into exactly. being a, a teacher. It's a lot that may people, many people may not know about, but it's a lot to um, that process is not, it's not an easy process. So, um, you know, Ms. Brooks set me on the path formally to be, um, to start this professional journey that I am taking right now. And, you know, kudos to Ms. Um, Brooks. This other person that I have here, um, I'm just call her, I'm gonna just say it, Dr. Kim, Dr. Kim. Uh, she was uh, like a, 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 a dragon <laughs> in the a building. A dragon? She was, I'm just gonna call her Not like a that. dragon. She was, she was feared, right? She was feared. She was feared, no nonsense. Oh my goodness, no nonsense. But for some reason, she took to me. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but Dr. Kim took to me. And uh, yeah. And, you know, I think there were others that I saw that were kind of like pushed out or pushed away I would never that was never me um under when working with her I saw her style not a style that I necessarily wanted to mimic not a style to mimic but I saw her she had a huge presence a huge presence and a powerhouse in education so you know I um I'm gonna acknowledge her as well, you know, some people be like, "What?" When hear this, like, "What?" what? <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, for me, I can sometimes everybody me. ain't for everybody. Right? There may for be me. something you see in that person mm -hmm. that that the other person can't see because she doesn't allow them to see that. Yeah, so for, for that may for have been me. something just for you. Yeah, for for me, I would say, um, yeah, I um, I acknowledge just watching her just watching her watching her be 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 a boss 
be, be a boss. Watch her be a boss. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't not for the faint of heart. Not for the faint of heart. And everyone couldn't I'm take it. it. Everyone couldn't I'm take it. it and everyone, I mean, not everyone deserved it. Meaning the way she gave it. But <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> just, so, so um, yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> That's all I can talk about my experience. And um, yeah, one minute. Okay. Yeah, my experience. So those three ladies in the latter part of my life, I want to tip my um tip my hat to as and give the honor of them in this on this day, in this month, about how they have poured into me. Well. I'm going to lump these, um, for the sake of time, I'm going to yep. lump these ladies together. These This next group of ladies that I have, these ladies have been with me throughout my life. Some have been with me at certain points in my life. Um, I will say that friends, I, I have this theme now, and I, and I know why. Friends, some of them are for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Um, my day ones have been with me for a lifetime. Um, and y'all know who my day ones are. Um, mm. Tanya, which is one of them. My, my partner in this podcast, Sharita, Peggy, Talisha, Candy, Tina, all my day ones. We've been friends since elementary and high school. We don't always agree. Sometimes we get mad at each other, but we know that there is a meaning behind why we're all friends. We give each other a little space. We come back together and we say, hey, some people I don't even give space. I call them up and say, you mad at me? <laughs> why you mad at me? Get yeah, over did. it. <laughs> Get over it. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so yeah, if you're yeah. mad at me, like my grandma say, scratch it and get glad because <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what my grandma Mildred used to say, scratch it and get glad because I'm not going nowhere. Um, Nicola. <laughs> that was my college roommate. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we, we are still friends. We don't see each other, but college, man, like you talked about college, you know, I went to Norfolk State University, behold the green and gold. I am forever a Spartan. Um, But we had some experiences together. Mm -hmm. I went through some roommates and when we became roommates, we stuck. We, We vibed. We weren't the same person. We didn't like the same things. But you know how puzzles mm-hmm. they fit, mm-hmm. and I knew, I knew that 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 was my my person. Um, she was able to talk me out of some stupid things. <laughs> I was able to talk her out of some stupid things, um, and and we worked. Um, then when I moved here, for some reason I just got up and I decided one day I'm leaving Richmond. I'm I'm coming to Savannah. Accepted a job here. Um, single mom, not realizing I would have to work on weekends and, mm-hmm. and holidays. And I got a three-year-old, mm-hmm. what, uh, what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do. Um, eventually my mom moved down here to help me. But in that between time, I met this woman named Sharice. 
And um, she took my baby. Her, She had a daughter that was about the same age as my daughter. I met her in church. And um, her daughter and my daughter just automatically became friends. And um, I would say, man, I got to work this weekend. What I'm going to do? And she was like, I'll keep her. I mean, she would keep her for weekends. Mm -hmm. People thought that that was her child. <laughs> and I never was concerned about my daughter when she was with her. I trusted her wholeheartedly and I still do. Um, so much so that one of her one of her twins became my goddaughter. Um, and I know she loved India, like to the point where, like I said, some she'd be out at Walmart or something and and they'd be like, Well, where your other daughter at? She's like, that's that's not my daughter. <laughs> but she kids are drawn to her. She mm -hmm. she takes on other people's kids all the time and she's a teacher and she's I used to call her Mother Hubbard because she just she had a she would always have cousins, nephews, nieces. You go to the house mm -hmm. and there's a ton of kids over there. And she I would be like, oh, my God, all these kids. <laughs> she flourished in it. She that was her thing. Mm. And then I met a new friend um, during COVID. And for people who know me, um, you know, I can't be boxed in for a long period of time. You know, I had to get out. I had to see people. I, even if I'm just walking down the street and I could see you over there, I just, I just, I just need that. Um, so when we could get out a little bit, I started going to this gym down the street, and um, this lady, Missy Reese, who had retired from the army, she was, um, she was in there, and she had this big old smile on her face. And I'm like, is she smiling at me? Like, she was like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, hey, you know, just talking to her. And we became really good friends. She needed a friend at that time because she was in a city that she knew nothing about. And um, COVID, people weren't getting out. And um, I needed a friend at that time. And we became really, really mm -hmm. close. Um, and needless to say, she... She 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 said that I was that person for her, but I don't think she knew that she was that person mm -hmm. that kept me sane mm -hmm. during that time yeah. here. Yeah. And um, she ended up moving back home because she missed her family. But I wanna I want I wanna add her to my list. She she was that friend. We're still friends, but I wanna say that season because we mm -hmm. needed each other during that season, and we had a ball. We had a lot of fun during that time. I can't imagine how much fun I had during COVID, but I actually did. I had a bunch I of fun it. with her. I get it. Um, uh -oh. But those are my friends. Those are my group so of friends good. that I was there okay. for. That, um, that, yeah, I think I froze. I'm sorry. My internet is acting up doing something, but um, those were friends that kept me, <laughs> kept me um, during those times when I, when I needed it, you know, and I can call my day ones at any time. We we have mm -hmm. a, a a texting stream that we talk all the time. We crack on each other. They, you know, you know my innermost secrets. You gotta have friends like that. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my list. And then I have a couple of other people that are famous. Um, I threw them in there because they were role models to me at certain points in my life. Um, Oprah, Michelle Obama, Mary J. Blige. She was that Mary one that music. music. I used to go to music yes, in my time. Uh -huh. 
Yes. And um, this last one, um, when I had India, and my daughter was a preemie, she was two pounds. Um, and I met this woman's mother at an event. And she spoke to my soul. She 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 spoke to my soul, and I realized why her daughter was like that. And it was India Ari. And she spoke to my soul so much that I named my daughter after her. Yeah. I just put a put a Y in there. Mm-hmm. Her music spoke to me. Her her mom. It it, it was just it was just it was it was it was um. It did something to me at that time because I was, I, I was sad. My daughter was in 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 the hospital. Um, she was fighting for her life, and I and I needed that thing. And India, for those of you who know India Ari, you hear her music. It just puts you in a state of mind. And uh, when her mom came and spoke at an event, um, she did the same thing. It was just like wow. So music always helps me. Mm-hmm. And so those were the women who helped me. And then, of course, Oprah, when she first mm-hmm. came out, um, just seeing that this Black woman was doing all of this stuff told me that I can do it. I, I can I can do it, too. Yeah, put your mind to it. You can do whatever you want to do. So that's, that's my list. And I know um, I, I had a big list, but I like to give people their flowers exactly. while they live. It's important. So I'm gonna wrap up with my my superstars. Um, you know, of course, my friends, right? You know, you guys. I'm not even gonna be, you know go into all of that. My friends, you know, if you know me, you know I don't have a lot of family, and um, so my 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 story is my story is 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 a little different. You know, we are different stories, right? So my um my friend group is is my family, and my friend group is a group of women. You know, I have some men that are friends, but they're not like my my girlfriends and um, they don't hold me down. They don't support me. They're not with me. They don't rock with me in the same way that this group of women does that. You know, I consider family that I've been knowing, you know, Tina, I've been knowing since I was five years old. Um, So um, I think, you know. Just like any other family, we have some that we're closer to than others. But at the end of the day, this is still a group of women that I can rely on, that I can depend on, that I don't talk to every day. I don't, I'm I'm not the best caller. You know, I'm not the best in that way. But if you need me, I'm here and it goes the other way for this um, group of women. You know, whenever I want to go to Richmond, I call Peggy. I stay at Peggy House. I, I got a key. <laughs> so I don't even have to, you know, I don't, for real, I only have to call. I just call and make sure the coast is clear. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, you know, it's that my, my friend group, are, are, are my, um, that's my family. And um, Esteem Peters, Esteem Peters, I would be remiss if I did not mention Esteem Peters and Tamika Peters, which is her mother, Esteem Peters. Um, is her mother, and that was my that is my next door neighbor, my childhood friend, my friend that I, I just I, all my life, you know, all, all my life that from I mean, literally, all my all my memories are with this, um, with this family, 
who lived around the corner from me and some of the most poignant advice that things that I could talk could not talk to my mother about I could I could go to Miss Peters about and she would talk to me like I you know like I was hers I know all the family all the family knows me I'm part you know part of it I go to I'm I'm like you know people thought I was part of the family cuz I'd be over there so much I love being over there at Steen Peters is is the bomb.com. I was just over there maybe a couple months ago that I hadn't been over there in a minute and sat down and we talked just like it was nothing. And, you know, I was telling her about some things that I had going on and she was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. This is, you know, um, <laughs> personal stuff, right? Because I can talk to her like mm-hmm. that. And, um, you know, just, she's just any anything anything i needed anything anything that i needed i could go around the corner i saw a refuge in the corner around the corner i saw a support around the corner i got i, I had fun uh, i saw what like a family dynamic looked like around the corner i i everything every everything Happened around the corner. <laughs> around the corner. Around the corner <laughs> at Esteen at Peter and Willie Peter's house for me. Mm-hmm. I would cry if I could not go around the corner and just sit in the house and look out the window to see what they were doing over there. That was that was the closest thing for me as it related to what that dynamic of family looked like because my upbringing was very different. And um, I, 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 you know, Miss Peters is, and I don't go over there enough. I'm bad at that. I'm bad at that. That's why I said I got to do it here because I know I'm not going to send a point to CVS and get a card. I know I'm not going to do it. That's not what I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, but um, I, I definitely, you know, have to say something about Miss Peters who who, you know, like was the backbone of me for real, for real, for real. Like growing up, kept me in line. They would see me doing things I wasn't supposed to do. And I come around the corner at night and I see that cigarette light up in the backyard and I'd be like, they outside. <laughs> oh, they saw it. It, mm-hmm. like the, the, it was like, oh, the, the, oh man, why did this cigarette have to light up? Why were they out in the backyard? And I'm creeping around the corner doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. And Tanya? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that they were they were that for me. Um, still is, still is. Like I said, I went over there a couple months ago and sat down and, you know, talked about life and my house they keep you know and and this next person they keep me they keep me in the know of what's going on in that situation so if anything looks funny that's going on I'm going to hear about it from them so I don't even feel like I have to run back and forth down to Richmond to check on things because if anything happened anything looks fishy or funny I 
it's, it, I'm going to know about it and I can ask even for it to be handled. So I have no worries in that area. And this next person is my mother, right? So I said, I'm going to go from, you know, down. My mom, um, Dorothy Jones, who passed away in uh, 2019, um, I'm 91. See, I think it's come back around. And, um, and uh, my mom, you know, my mom was, was tough, right? My mom was tough. My mom was, was my mom and the only mother I know. So I am adopted. I don't tell that story often. I'm going to tell it that it's something where I'm, I am adopted. And um, I am, my mom never made me feel like that, right? My mom never made me feel like that. And I, I, she was hard. She was tough. She grew up incredibly poor. Um, and hearing those stories about, how she grew up and uh, all those things rooted me. Like I was rooted in tough love. Anybody know my mom? No, my mom did not. Dorothy Jones did not play. And however, she did. She did not. She did not. She did not. She did not. But like you said, Felicia, I never got into trouble. I never got into trouble. Any trouble that I got into, I found myself, and it was major. Nothing minor because I was too afraid to do anything. For real, for real. Um, I was too afraid to step outside of the box too far. Just like any other teenager, you're gonna challenge the challenge the um challenge the 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 boundaries, push the boundaries, push the limits, but I never pushed them too far because I was fearful. <laughs> um <laughs> of your life. <laughs> I was fearful, but I was rooted in morals, morals. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was rooted in seeing hard work. I was rooted in um, what family looks like, um, what it is and what it ain't. I was rooted in, you know, pushed in educationally. I was, uh, a, again, a spirit, my spiritual, my humility, everything, everything I got. Uh, financially, I wore the best, uh, you know, this little, she may have been tough, but she made sure, you know, she grew up old school. So she made, she didn't have much. So she made sure when she got something that it looked like she got something right. And her children looked like they had something. So I never wanted for anything, (laughs) anything growing up, never anything materialistic. I had a car before I could drive. <laughs> so you know, I don't need you looking like that. People I, had I people had to drive her around. <laughs> I couldn't drive. <laughs> when does this happen? <laughs> but you know, I had a I had a car. So my mom, you know, and I didn't understand. I didn't really get the hardness of her until I became older. Um, mm-hmm. And as you know, as women, right? As women, as women. You can only give what you what you've been given. You can get only give what you've been given, and or and how you know how to give it. So she her, she grew up hard. You know, my my grandma was tough. Get to switch off the tree. That type of upbringing. You know, and um, I didn't appreciate her toughness, and and how she 
and the messaging that was presented to me and the way it was presented until I got older. And, you know, again, um, that's how I have a daughter, right? And my daughter, I raised her with some of those same principles, with some of those same grounding, with some of that same grit that I had to have growing up in that household and growing up with Dorothy Jones. I had to have grit because she had grit. She was short, but she was tough. She cut you, and she cut you, and 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 send you to, and then pray for you. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was um, that type of, and I think that's where I get. Uh, well, I don't think I know. It's nowhere else for me to get it from. That's where I get the sass of who I am. That's where I get the um, the tenacity of who I am. That's where I get the boldness of who I am. That's where I get the um, the the grit again of who I am. I get all of that from Dorothy Jones. Um, I get my 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 I get my my gratitude service because I mean I came to her through service, right? You know, through gratitude and through service. Like I said, I'm I'm adopted, so. Um, she didn't have to. So I was a choice. You know, right. when, you're, when you're born of someone, they, you know, they got choice, cho- you know, they, they do what they do. Hence, you know, that's, <laughs> but I, 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 I truly was a choice. I was selected. I was selected. And I, um, I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciated that. And it, it has offered a lot of humility for me growing up because knowing that I was a choice and she chose me, her, her, my mom, Dorothy and Willie Jones chose me and gave me a great life. I have a great, a great life. And I owe that all to my mom. I owe it all to her because it would have went in a totally different direction. It would have went in a different way. And um, I would not be sitting here. I wouldn't have these accolades. I wouldn't have everything that I have. I wouldn't have this house that I own. I wouldn't have these degrees that I have. I would not have the, 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 the life that I have created and built for myself if it was not for Dorothy Jones and, and Willie Jones. You know, I got to throw my dad in there, but I have to honor my mom because it is Women's History Month, Women's Month. So, and you know, she 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 pressed the button on that. So anyway, we all know that women are the backbone in a relationship. They 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 drive the gears. So it was Dorothy Jones right. that made that happen for me, and um, I honor her every day, every day. Um, I miss my mom immensely. Uh, because you don't know what you don't have until it's gone. And so honor the women in your life, honor the women in your life. And when they, when they transition on, or if they, however they transition, whether they transition on to in, in, a, in a heavenly manner or just life takes them in a different direction, make sure you honor them. Make sure you let them know that they matter to you. 
that they matter to you and they had an impact on your life. So, um, yes, I close it out with uh, the, the the best and the, and the greatest of all of these women that I have on my list, which is Dorothy Jones, who, who pour into me, who named me, who named me, literally, you know, and literally, who named me. And, um, yeah, I appreciate I appreciate and I I love her. That says a lot, you know, and that's why I wanted to do this. You know, it's it's um it's Women's History Month, mm-hmm. um, and then it was International Women's Day. Um, these women that I listed are my history. Mm-hmm. You know, we always want to acknowledge these women. We we don't know. They help build this Mm -hmm. world that we are in and all this. But I wanted us to acknowledge our personal history, our village. You know, the village that helped, you know, help hold us up. Um, Because people look at me now and I tell them where I came from and they can't believe it. They're (laughs) like, what? You know. I'm like, yes. I was raised, my mother, we lived in section eight. Mm-hmm. And um, I never, I, I, I never knew how poor I was. <laughs> I didn't know because I didn't live like it. My mother didn't treat me like it. We didn't, if you came inside my house, it's a whole different environment than mm-hmm. what I lived in, mm-hmm. you know? And then I was able to go to my grandmother's house. She had a beautiful house on fourth Avenue. And, you know, friends and family. And my mother cultivated that lifestyle for me. She made sure that those people were in my life and I was in the right places in my life. She's still doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mother lives with me. Now. She's still doing it. Um, telling people about me and getting me involved and stuff. But we often, like you said, we, often, we have to let people know who influence us. We have to let them know that you influenced my life. Mm-hmm. I tell the women and the men, because I have some men um, that influence my life, but I tell the women and the men who influence my life. And I wanted to do this show um, today to let those women know. And it's more than just this list, but these are the women who made the biggest impact on my life, who were that village. And besides the ones who have passed on, I can still call these women right now and they would be there for me at mm-hmm. the drop of a dime. So I want to thank everybody that I mentioned on my list for, for sharing your life with me, your time, um, the experiences that I have had with you. Um, I can't even, uh, a card is not even enough to spend, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm going to do something. Um, and, and, I, and I mean that because I want to thank you for helping me become the woman that I am mm-hmm. today. I can say that I love with everything I have. Um, and in some instances I can be fearless. And in some instances, I can be a little shy, a little withdrawn, but all of that is a part of me. And I know that um, it's okay. Because mm-hmm. I've, you know, in all, all these parts of me. And um, 
I've been able to raise a daughter who is doing great things. And um, I commend all of the women that backs that I have stood on that helped me get to where I am and create this person that I am today. I thank you. And I don't have a sound machine, but I am going to applaud you. We appreciate you. Appreciate it to the highest. I love being a woman. I love being a woman. Absolutely. Wouldn't want to be nothing else. Wouldn't want to be anything (laughs) else. And to that man who said, (laughs) why do we get a month? It's because y'all get a whole year. Everything is about men. But, you know, we know who the backbone of families and and businesses and all that is. So, listen, if we want to pet ourselves on the back for a little while, that's what we're going to do. And that's it. And, and one, it's, it's deserving. It's deserving. It's deserving. It's deserving. So that's and a hater. We're here. He's a hater. He's a hater. The Point title of, of this podcast <laughs> is Inspire Her. Mm-hmm. And I want to inspire everybody who have listened, will listen, listening now. Go and find those people if they're still alive and say, thank you. They don't have to know why you're saying thank you. Just say thank you. Mm-hmm. And if they're not alive, just um, remember what they gave you. Yeah. I remember every day, all day, the things that the women in my life have given me. Absolutely. So once again, thank you for helping us become the women that we are today. We salute you. As Sophisticated Dummy said, we salute you. And that's it. That's all we have. And guess what, Tanya? Guess what? What? I found. Guess what I found? What you found? You got the song. I found our music. You got the music. So, (laughs) good night, guys. Have a wonderful (laughs) night. We are signing off. And y'all don't tell Shavita. Don't tell Sharita I couldn't find the intro music. Don't tell no, I, it's a secret. We'll keep it a secret. <laughs> we are here to inspire her. The total woman. Yes. <laughs>